0: Welcome to Bright Ideas, the podcast for advancement professionals who want to make and demonstrate a greater impact. Sponsored by High Bright. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bright Ideas, a podcast series for advancement professionals in higher education. And I'm Sandra Rincon, your host throughout the series. Today, we'll be talking about defining engagement. And our guest is Dr. Kevin Fleming, Kevin is the co-founder and CEO of Prosper Nonprofit Advisors, a consultancy that makes the world a better place by helping nonprofit organizations achieve their philanthropy and engagement goals. Kevin is an educator, researcher, and thought leader with over 20 years of expertise in alumni engagement and nonprofit management. He's worked in various universities in the U.S recently he published a groundbreaking theory of alumni engagement in a peer review journal, the Journal of Philanthropy and Education. The the, uh, article is titled, The Pots of Water Framework for Alumni Engagement. And he also completed a dissertation that examined the influence of graduate student experience on graduate alumni giving. Welcome, Kevin.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Same here, same here. Well, um, we we will be exploring primarily um, some of the research that you have done on alumni engagement, and me particularly not particularly on philanthropy. But um, but so we'll we'll get started since this is such an important topic in um, in our field of alumni relations, Kevin. You know that. It's always so hard to for alumni pro, alumni relations professionals to define exactly what is that you know engagement what what you know how do you, you how do you define that that concept that is so intangible, right So um, Kevin, you've published some of the research that explores that concept but it explores components of it and how those components influence that relationship between the alumni and the alma mater. So let's explore that and give us a little bit first, a background in terms of what motivated you to explore this this whole topic.
1: Uh, Sure, Uh, so great question. Um, I I think where the the inception of the idea to look at this was, uh, I kept going to professional conferences, I'd hear uh, at the various institutions I worked with, the, you know, we need to measure alumni engagement. We need to understand how we're performing. We need to, to, to you know, really assess our performance on how we are engaging our alumni. Uh, and so the crux of our entire industry was alumni engagement. Uh, and the next step is how do we measure that? But it seems like we were skipping a step getting to the measurement of alumni engagement without really understanding what actually is alumni engagement. I think when you say that, People kind of have a, a, a tacit understanding of that, but it had never been explicitly defined. And I thought it might be pretty challenging to actually measure something that you don't really know what comprises engagement. Uh, so uh, as I undertook my work, uh, you know, it seemed like uh, A, it was the right time to, to define engagement and what the elements that comprise engagement, how people make sense of their relationship with their alma mater. But it also seemed to me to that we were measuring behavioral components, right? And as Mm -hmm. we look at engagement, there's a lot of sentiment and emotion uh, there, you know? So, uh, and as you'll find, as you get into the the theory, uh, the most substantial part, if you look at the iceberg, that tip is kind of the behavioral outcomes. And that's what we measure.
0: But right. engagement
1: is really comprised the, the iceberg underneath is a yeah. lot of emotion and sentiment.
0: Right. I mean, Kevin, we we usually talk about, you know, nostalgia. And I mean, as we individually think about, you know, our time when we we're in college, we always think about, you know, things that we did with friends or, you know, the professor that inspired you, or, you know, why you ended up in the career that you did. And those are all connected with emotions right but yeah. as professionals it's very difficult to quantify that so we end up you know connecting it to behaviors instead of uh, instead of that emotion which what you say it's you know is the foundation of why we 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 move and we do the 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 things that we do
1: right well and, and so, you know, you also kind of want to understand how the relationship evolves and progresses with, between an alum and the institution, right? So if you think about your own personal relationship, I mean, I've been married for, uh, you know, don't tell my wife that I can't remember exactly. Oh, oh, okay. i <laughs> been married since 2007. And, uh, you know, if I were still relying on the same behaviors and things that made me connected to her when I first met her, now, I mean, it's a very different relationship and what has become important to each of us to make it a healthy and vibrant relationship. Right. I think oftentimes institutions, just like you talk about, there's, there's a very formative experience when there's students in, in the college, but that relationship evolves. What alumni are looking for from institutions uh, evolves and matures as time progresses. So uh, we need to make sure we're measuring and delivering upon those things that make alumni still want to be connected with us.
0: Interesting, interesting in terms of it. I, you know, I completely agree with you that, that the relationship evolves and, and I think it would be interesting, you know, to take a look at that evolution and, you know, how do you measure uh, throughout the different phases of that evolution, right? I think you would probably find different factors to measure In in different phases of, of that relationship. So, so, so let's really go to the core. And and so how do you define engagement?
1: Yeah. uh, So also a great question. Uh, So looking at my work, really what I, what I came to was that engagement is the coalescence of beliefs, thoughts, actions, and emotions about and towards their alma mater. And an individual's level of engagement is the degree to which they come together that's kind of like a a fancy, more formalized definition, but what does that mean? Uh, What what comprises that definition? Uh, So as I look at engagement and and what that sense of connection is and how these values coalesce, there's really five key themes uh, that comprise engagement and are the basis by which alumni evaluate their relationship. Uh, So one, Personal values, right? The convergence of personal values is what an alumnus believes is important that their alma mater be and do. There's institutional integrity, which is the degree to which an alum perceives their, uh, their alma mater enacting those values that they consider important. Uh, third is the sense of connection, which is their strength of affinity that they feel towards the institution. Um, and what and its relevance as well like you said you might be a student and really enjoy it while you were there but maybe it had its time and place and it's not that relevant to you anymore. Um, then fourth would be commitment what personal resources are they willing to invest towards the university? Uh, and the fifth is the sense of fulfillment their assessment of the worth of that investment and their interaction with the institution uh, and then within those five categories there's, you know, a couple factors that comprise each, uh, 11 factors uh, total, but those are the five themes through which alumni, in my understanding, really evaluate how they see and value the relationship between their alumni.
0: Really interesting, and um, Kevin, let's let's unpack that (laughs) a bit. I mean, we probably won't be able to go into details for each one of them, but I, you know, I think that it's, it's really interesting to take a look at, you know, your personal values because, I mean, when we work with alumni, we always talk about how important it is to connect the, the alumni uh, or the alum's personal values with precisely the values of the university, right? That integrity. The interesting part is that a lot of times the, the university doesn't make it very explicit what those values are. Or when they they or when you're a student, you don't necessarily look at the website and look at the mission of the university, or you know what are the values. But but some universities are very explicit in terms of integrating what they believe in within that uh, alumni experience. Or not sorry. Through the student experience, and you know, they talk about our students should leave with this and these values, or they should have this type of character, and you know, we see now a lot of a, a lot of that in terms of connecting um, to to social responsibility and these type of things, right? So let, let's let's unpack that personal values with the institutional integrity. How do you connect those? Sure. In that
1: yeah, no, great question. And uh, you know, I, I think it, it's worth noting too that uh, whether a institution is, uh, has great marketing materials that uh, espouse their values and express them explicitly or not, uh, there is a press that is felt by both students and alums, right? So, uh, and that's honestly what's important uh, in, in actually understanding engagement is what does the alumnus perceive, right? Uh, right? So, whether they're explicitly written out, you know, you can ask any student or alum, like, what are the things that are important to your institution? And they'll be able to tell you because they've experienced it and they see. Um, you know, so. Uh, you know, personal values—the uh, two elements that compose that—are uh, core experiences with the institution, often formed by uh, as a student, but made and at times as well. You can have really core formative experiences as an alum as well, uh, and and innate beliefs. Uh, so, what do they believe innately that an, a university should be, should do, and should do for them and interact with them? Um, and, and it's interesting, some of those core experiences uh, can really uh, shape how a, an alumnus perceives everything else that comes thereafter, right? These foundational experiences are the ways in which, in this theory, the rest of their, uh, how they perceive the institution, how connected they feel, what they're willing to commit and how fulfilled they might feel by those interactions. That is the guiding theme of these five themes. That's the basis by which all of the, the rest of it is evaluated. Um, and so sometimes you'll, you'll see core experiences that inform personal values by the absence of an experience. So I remember in this study, there was one alum who didn't realize how important consistent leadership was to her until she saw leadership turn over year after year, sometimes months within six months. And she had, you know, five people leading the organization within three years and the absence of, of consistent leadership led her to understand that, you know what, it's actually really important that we have a leader that's in place over time. Um, Yeah. Uh,
0: Interesting. Yeah. And, and, I mean, in um, so in terms of this um, institutional integrity, these exposed um, values that that institutions you know believe in and promote, um, how, how does that connect with commitment? With the commitment of, of alumni?
1: Sure. Uh, well, it, it connects also with perceived institutional integrity, right? So, like you'll see uh you know an alumni will perceive where they think the institution is headed and if that's aligned and if they feel connected if they understand that the institution is aligned with the values that are aligned with their own values uh they become more willing to commit and so the two core elements of commitment uh are investment of resources and personal qualities right so they will uh On the basis of how aligned they feel with the institution, be willing to invest resources of time, money, connections, right? So what are they willing to contribute of their own resources on behalf of the institution, Uh, which is often, when we talk about measurement, these are outcomes based. This is often what we are measuring our success by, is what are our alums willing to give or do for us? Those are the outcomes we are typically measuring. Um, And you'll you'll see that that's one element of five total elements by which alumni judge their own uh, engagement, right? Um, And and it's interesting that if you talk about commitment, right? So what am I willing to invest? Oftentimes, people's personal qualities, just their innate behavior and tendencies, will inform what they do uh, and are willing to give to the institution. Perhaps you've seen this before in your, in your career where, you know, I did a lot of volunteer recruitment in my uh, higher ed experience, and oftentimes volunteers would step up because no one else would, not because they wanted to or had a strong desire, but they wanted the institution to succeed, and in the absence of leadership, they would typically, whether it's the, towards the institution or just anywhere in their lives, they would step in, right? Um, I also thought personal qualities informed co- or really shaped commitment uh, in ways where alums oftentimes would become so engaged with the institution to ensure that students that come after them do not have the same experience as them. So if right. you think about underrepresented populations, right? I've, st- I've started up a number of alumni networks based in Uh, race or sexual orientation, gender, uh, and particularly some of these uh, groups founded in race and, and sexual identity had been actively in the past discriminated against, were not desired on campus, had numerous symbols of how they did not belong in campus in the history of the institution. And volunteers would come back to say, I don't want that to happen. I wanna be part of that change. And that's a personality thing. A lot of people would just say, I don't, I I had a terrible experience and I don't wanna be there anymore. Whereas there's a number of people who may have a terrible experience, but that actually makes them more engaged to form change.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting that still, there is a commitment to wanting others to have an an education, I mean, higher education, right? They, they see the value and sometimes we forget that the value of higher education is so important. Sometimes regardless of the experience that you have had, right, um, for a lot of the time, a lot of, I mean, if, if, when you were talking about minority groups tend to be, tend to have a lonely experience in, in higher education and, but still they want, you know, people from you know their ethnic groups or races or you know gender or whatever um, to have the experience to be able to go to uh, to college and be able to complete an an, an education. So um, I, I think that that's important for us to remember how how meaningful that is. Um, I'm I'm gonna jump maybe to the last one of your themes because it's it's i think it's also interesting you talk about the sense of fulfillment and it would be like the sense of fulfillment in a relationship so right Right. (laughs) How, how do you how how could we measure something like that
1: yeah well a lot of these uh i mean i i think we we try and measure actions because they're very quantifiable and easy to identify right so you're talking about like number of attendees or, yeah. you know, uh, things that are, again, outputs, but uh, where people are, are trying to, what we need to get to is where we are doing a lot more surveying of alumni, a lot more focus groups, because it's in that data, right, uh, the, the qualitative data, where you can really understand if people, if the, if the things that you are doing are having an effect on, on alumni engagement, right? So, you know, when, when an alumnus volunteers their time or uh, makes a donation and then they don't hear about from the institution or it's not a part of a cohesive effort to outreach to them, you know, it, it can feel pretty solitary. It can feel like it's not appreciated.
0: Right,
1: right. and a lot of the clients we work with they do a lot to acquire a donor for instance but then where they fall off is you know once they have that donor there's no expression of gratitude there's no talk about next steps and how you can continue the relationship beyond just money so uh, a lot of things go into an alum feeling whether or not they they would like to continue their investment of resources and commitment um
0: yeah, so that stewardship is so essential, isn't it? Um, in, in, in maintaining that relationship and, and and having a sense of fulfillment for in the in that relationship. So um, Kevin, you talked about outcomes and outputs. And I thought, well, maybe we can distinguish and be you know a lot more clear and give examples of what do what do we mean with outcomes and outputs and what we measure there.
1: Yeah, so very astute question. Uh, So inputs describe the way resources, such as volunteer time, staff, money, uh, the way that they're used to bring about a program. Outputs measure the programs and activities conducted by the organization. They think like number of events, number of alumni, number of volunteers, number of attendees. And again, these outputs are what we are usually using as an indicator of our success or not.
0: Right, because we can, we can have numbers, right?
1: Correct, we can have and numbers. Now we
0: speak to our, 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 um, our leaders, right? Our academics,
1: right. Absolutely, we are doing something, right? Yeah. And, and, and it's based on, so when we, when we present these out, outputs, it's based on inference, right? Like we're doing all this stuff and we infer that that then means we are engaging alumni more uh, more robustly, right? But outcomes are actually what we want to measure, right? That is, in in this realm, it's a shift in how engaged, connected, and invested alumni feel as a result of our our efforts. Um, So again, we we do a lot of stats and any institution will tell you they've got troves of data, oftentimes just sitting there unused. we are just measuring behavior and we are not really measuring our effect on the sentiments and emotions that then drive behavior.
0: Well, how would you go about measuring that sentiment that drives behavior?
1: Million dollar question. (laughs) So uh, I think we, we need to be much more intentional about surveying our alumni, conducting focus groups, right? I mean, many of the clients that I work with, first thing you ask is, you know, when's the last time you surveyed your alumni? Yeah. Uh, five years ago, a decade ago, never. Um, I, I mean, even if you surveyed your alumni two years ago, think of how much the world has changed amidst a global pandemic. And if you don't think that your alumni have substantially different lives, and substantially different expectations of your university within their lives yeah then you're kind of the ostrich with your head in the sand right
0: (laughs) exactly Uh, so uh
1: you know you got to get out and ask them right and you know those those sentiments those emotions are what again what will drive behavior Uh, if they feel connected to you they think that you're doing the right things if they Think that you believe their input is valued and they feel like they belong in, in what you're doing, right? They want, you know, alums want, they wanna feel that core student experience echoed in the future of, of where you're heading. Uh, so they wanna feel like their experience is represented. They expect change. They don't want you stagnant, but they also want the core things that they, they believe important. To be resonant in where you're headed,
0: right? So you know, right? I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm conducting, you know, research and and surveys, and it's really difficult at times to get that sentiment, that that emotion in in a survey. But I think that you know, you talked about these focus groups, and and perhaps you know, understanding how these focus groups work helps people, you know, do a little bit more of those than, than sometimes surveys in order to get the outcomes, right? The, the, right. The, the other parts, the outputs, you can, I think that you can get them through surveys a lot a lot better, but the outcomes are, are more difficult, I think.
1: Yeah, and I'm a big believer in mixed methods, uh, meaning qualitative and quantitative research, right? So I think surveys can highlight a lot of things for you. Uh, And I think that qualitative data of focus groups and and conversation can fill in a lot of those gaps. Um, But, you know, if you're surveying uh, regular intervals, uh, you know, every couple of years with your alumni, that's really measuring impact, right? If you could take a survey from two years ago, compare it with now, now you're talking about and you're asking about you know, how is your perception of the institution changed? you know, what, what, how are you feeling in these areas, you can actually start putting measurable increases or decreases on the work that you've done to engage their sentiments.
0: Okay, 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 that's, yeah, well, good. nice, nice to hear that, because I mean, my first thought is, oh, a survey wouldn't work, you know, for the,
1: for that. <laughs> right. I mean, it can, it can, I, you know, you, you have can, to be. Yeah, no,
0: but it makes sense what you say, I mean, if yeah. you, you use this survey also as the way of measuring over time, you Correct. know, the responses, sure. Right.
1: Sure. But, you know, I, I'm also very inclined towards the qualitative research. I think, you know, so much comes out in conversation. So every, yeah. every, every, uh, Contract that I enter into with a client, it always starts with conversations and focus groups. I want to understand, you know, you, you fill in the gaps there. That's where I feel like right. you get a lot of the, the missing information from a survey.
0: Right, right, right. Well, Kevin, we're coming to the, to the closing, and um, we always ask our guests for three bright ideas. Would you kindly share your views <laughs> in terms of alumni engagement?
1: Sure. I would. Uh, I will do my best. Uh, I'm sure there's very higher minds on this. But uh, the three things I would say, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about it, but survey your alumni. So much has changed in the last couple of years. Uh, you really need to start asking your alumni what they want, how they're feeling. Uh, and alongside that, I would put start conducting focus groups with your alumni, uh, whether It's about the global status of their feelings about the institution, or if it's about certain initiatives, but you really got to start asking alumni more than we do as an industry. Um, I would also say some of those measurables, right? I think uh, as, as an industry, alumni engagement professionals have this inferiority complex. We haven't really known how to justify our existence. And the trend in recent years has been to, Uh, either decrease outright funding uh, uh, and staffing for alumni engagement endeavors, or as the alumni population grows, maybe keep the same amount, but increase the number of fundraisers that we have. You know, our alumni relations really needs to start uh, justifying our existence and being seen as an investment rather than a cost uh you know again we help set the sentiment that then drives the behaviors that we're looking for. Um, That's a
0: really good one. I like that one Kevin. <laughs> you, you, you know you should highlight that one. I like that <laughs> you know I <yeah>, love <laughs> relationship relations an investment because you know we actually yeah we 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 nurture that sentiment that is what is going to you know drive the the, the, the donation, whether that being time or knowledge or, um, or,
1: or money, right? Right. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you like that. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and as, the, as we're talking about here, the next turn of the, of the crank, as it were, is, you know, to start measuring some of that sentiment in ways that we're talking about and really thinking about so that we're not just saying the theory, the inference, of, hey, we affect sentiment, but we can actually show we are affecting sentiment in these ways, uh, along with the measurable outcomes of behavior that we have been. Um, And then I would guess the the final uh, bright idea I would have uh, is just making sure that you have a strategy that allows you to focus on what you wanna do And determines what initiatives you should pursue and which you shouldn't. Making sure that your structure is aligned to that, but you really need a strategy that guides what you think will make the biggest difference in the way alumni perceive the institution and want to interact. Um, And so if you don't, if you're just kind of throwing darts at the wall, sticking your finger up in the wind, and guessing uh, what might work, you really need to have a strategy that guides what you do, and a support structure that uh, allows you to pursue those goals.
0: Great, thank you so much. I mean, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think that that aspect of strategy, I you know, I think in our field, um, sometimes people consider you know strategy. You have to you know write this whole huge document uh you know understand the whole institution and it's a big huge task um right. where i believe that it's it's more in terms of you know start start with, you know, clarifying at least some goals or targets that you want to accomplish, you know, in the short term and in the long term and start building that strategy and have that strategy be a living, a, a living document, if you will, but I think that a, a lot of times. Um, people in our field do not create that strategy, because it just seems like a big, a big mountain, rather than you know, even if you take little steps towards building a strategy, it's already a strategic attitude, if you will.
1: Absolutely, well, I, you know, a strategy allows you to prioritize, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the big thing with uh, alumni, one of the big taxing things is that as a historical perspective, we have felt like we've needed to be everything to everyone, right? And which, with small staffs particularly, that's yeah. just not tenable. You just yeah. can't do that. Right. Um, but a, a strategy with identified priorities uh, allows you to say, you know what? With finite resources, this is what we're going to pursue because it's important to us. It's important to our alums, right? Yeah. You know, and I, <laughs> it also lets you, it's a self-check on, on how you're investing towards those goals. If you, you know, if, for instance, if you say that you really want to engage young alumni but you don't have a student alumni association, you don't have any young alumni on your board, Uh, you're not really living your goals and you are not structured to pursue that priority. Um, So, you know, I, I do a lot of work with clients to help them think through, well, you know, there's a lot you can do in alumni relations, but we can't be all everything to all people. So what is it that this institution really wants to focus on for our alums and how do we then best Structure the next three to five years to actually make a difference uh, in the way our alumni perceive and invest in the in those priorities. Um, and and you know, believe it or not, there can be significant differences between institutions on what they prioritize for their alums.
0: Well, and and I think that that's what makes each institution um, unique, right? If- I think that you you said something that is key also, Kevin, here is, you know, how can, how can you know, that strategy moves you towards making a difference for your um, alumni and for your institution? Um, so I'm gonna leave it at that. Thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. I've really enjoyed the conversation.
0: Oh, for those bright ideas, that's wonderful. Thank you, Kevin, so much for your time and sharing your knowledge and your expertise. Well, everyone, um, thank you for listening. Stay tuned to our next conversation and stay healthy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.